She's been coaching for three and a half years. Okay. I call that the sweet spot of coaching. So she's not completely new. She hasn't been around too long, but three and a half years, she knows what's going on. She is a two-time elite coach. She's a six-star diamond coach, and she has been in Success Club 40 months since I guess when she started, she started uh, Achieving Success Club. She's from Innisfil, Ontario, Canada. Please welcome Carly Fiore. Hey. hey. Hi, Sandy. How are you? I'm doing great. You take a breath? Yeah. Ready? Okay. Let's do yeah. this. Yeah. Pajama styles. You ready? Absolutely. <laughs> so three and a half years ago, what were you doing before Beachbody? What brought you here? So... <laughs> Um, my coaching journey may look a little bit different than other people's. Um, first of all, Sandy, thank you so much for having me here. And it's a great honor to have been asked to be on the national wake up call. Um, it's like kind of emotional. I'm almost like bringing up some tears here, but <laughs> my coaching journey might look a little bit different. Um, I started my coaching journey back in December, 2018. I was eight weeks postpartum with my second IVF baby. Um, I'm a full-time realtor and I have been since the age of 18. I run my own brokerage. I'm a full-time mom of two. So I'm busy to say the least. My best friend approached me and said, Hey, listen, girl, I know you're going to go on your postpartum journey. And I think it would be really awesome if you coached with me. She was already a coach. And I just said to her really politely, no, thank you. I'm not really interested in your at-home workouts. I was the gym buff. I would go to the gym two hours a day and I was struggling with multiple eating disorders um, that I kind of just like to be alone with, to be honest with you. Um, so when I went to the gym, nobody bothered me. Um, I didn't have to share anything with anybody. And I kind of just was able to keep everything to myself. So the thought of coaching and putting myself out there and sharing my struggles was a little bit nerve wracking. But thankfully, Tammy and I have this code in our friendship, which is we're not allowed to say no to each other. So again, I had to say yes and become a Beachbody coach. Thankfully, that happened and we had that code in our relationship. So I went into it with the um, intention of if I could just inspire or help one other person, this would all be worth it. That's the reason I started coaching. So the first year, I sold challenge packs. I was SC10, first month in the business. We we're rocking it, um, having an amazing time sharing my journey. I started posting my workouts on social media. Um, before and afters, I was I was connecting with like-minded women, which was amazing. And while I was doing all of this, I was actually healing my damaging eating disorders that had really been affecting me my whole life. And it was something that I didn't anticipate happening, which was healing myself through sharing my journey. Um, but it happened. So thankfully. That first year went by, we were having an amazing time, but I have this entrepreneurial mindset and I really saw how big this opportunity was with this business. So I really wanted to help other women feel the way that I've been feeling, supported, loved, positive, but also 
make money and start their own businesses. So that's when I started our team, Brave and Badass. And coming from someone who was very happy not to share what was happening in my own life um, and my own struggles, I like to consider myself like an introverted extrovert. Um, I quickly realized that the community and the positivity in this community was exactly what I was missing in my life. So that is my story. Um, yeah. you, had the, you had the perfect accountability partner, somebody that says you're doing this and you're not going to argue. No choice. I had no choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a lot going on in your story, basically, that you have had uh, another full-time job for 17, 18 years. And this topic was going to be on how you balance both. But when you and I started talking, it was really, you started realizing that you were missing a community. I you, was. You had your own business and you were kind of running solo, you know? And, and so then the whole topic kind of shifted, not about balance, but it was about building a community that you want to feel a part of. Absolutely. You know, because that's what was missing. So I love the arc that that your um, your journey has taken. Uh, so I'm going to just let you start talking about how personal was this topic to you about creating a, a community that would work for you? Yeah, no, for sure. Thank you so much. So when I started building a team, one of the most important things to me was creating a community of authentic, meaningful friendships. I didn't realize it then, but real estate sometimes can feel a little bit isolating. It was just me and it's one other partner of mine. And what I realized was I'm missing this huge female community that I was looking for. So I needed to create something that reflected the needs that I had coming into this community. I wanted other women that were feeling the same way that I was feeling initially, which was alone, isolated, struggling with things that I thought nobody else could understand or were dealing with. I wanted those women to feel supported in an environment that they could thrive in. So I quickly realized that the first step to creating a thriving team culture is having an authentic connection to begin with, with the people that you're attracting to your team. Sometimes we pretend or we act differently on social media than we are in real life. But this is something that I absolutely urge my coaches not to do because you want to find your people, people that like you, the real you. And this will help you when you're creating your team culture because your energy and vibe will just be natural. It's not something you're going to have to force. So when I started building my team, I had no social media experience. I actually, I actually still don't even know how to use Facebook, to be honest. Um, and I had no specific training on health and wellness other than what I had learned that previous year from Beachbody. But what I did know was that I was so passionate about helping other women feel as empowered and supported as I did. So when I was creating the team, I knew that we had to um, really get together and figure out how we were going to support each other. I wanted a place that no matter what, you could always show up as exactly who you are and that you know that you would be celebrated and supported just for being there. So also because I'm in a sales position and I've coming from a sales background, I was really familiar with the idea of a happy team is a productive team. 
So creating a positive and welcoming team culture was at the top of my priority list. A team that knows that they are valued and feels valued will absolutely show up more and work harder than a team that doesn't feel that way. And in my experience, it's one of the most important things for a team to be successful. Also, if you create a positive team culture, you're always able to lean on your team. It's a we thing, right? Not an I thing. So it's important as the leader of your team to ensure your teammates feel that way. When you're creating your team and your vision for your team culture, have it reflect back to you as what you're looking for in a team. So for me, I wanted positivity. I wanted support. I wanted camaraderie. I wanted it to be exciting. And I wanted to work with women who wanted to work with me. I was looking for people who wanted to be productive, who were hardworking and goal-oriented and results-driven. And I was looking for women who were unapologetically themselves, or at least they were looking to get to a place like that and were willing to be vulnerable and brave, hence our team name, Brave and Badass. So there are four things that I make sure are in place for our team that support and encourages positive and productive environment. So number one, providing support layers deep. Number two, team building and events and creating excitement within your team. Number three, recognition. And number four, leading by example. So number one, when you're creating a positive team culture that drives productivity and retention, this is what you need. You need to support, you need to have support network-wide, layers deep. So my first question to myself when I was starting this team and building this team was, how do I create a team culture that everyone feels supported in, even the leader of the team? I had spoken to several coaches in the network when I first started, and I found that there had been some trepidation with those coaches when needing to ask their team for something or lean on their team for growth or rank advancements or pushing for a big goal. And I really didn't want that for my team. I wanted to know that I could rely on them as much as I knew that they could rely and lean on me. So I knew I had to create something that was layers deep throughout my entire downline, that no matter what part of my team you signed up with, you knew you had full support from the top. In my experience, that created an immense feeling of cohesiveness within our team. So that when you do need to lean on your team, everyone's there and everyone's happy to contribute. You don't have to get to know your downline, you know everybody. It's just like one giant family. So as soon as someone joins our team, I have a call with them and find out exactly what they want from me and what they want from this business. Do they want to run? Do they want to walk? Do they want to crawl? And that helps me support them in whatever way they need me to show up for them and our team to show up for them. I'm committed to making sure that we set out and manage everybody's expectations, theirs and mine so that there's no miscommunication about how or what they need from me or our team. So we have our initial meeting, we set out our expectations, and then they get added to our big team chat. And to me, this is our, like, this is what helps the most. So we have one chat that is our entire downline. As soon as someone joins our team, they have access to this chat and all of the knowledge that's shared in there. So what I found is that this gives new coaches 
an immense feeling of support. It's almost like a big, deep breath. Like, oh, if I have a question, I can just put it in there and someone's going to help me. But what I've also noticed about that chat is it gives the other coaches in there. So whether they've been there for a week, a month, six months, a year, five years, an opportunity to step up as a leader. So it's not just me always answering questions. It's the entire team helping each other. And when your team feels like they are a part of something, when they feel like they're a part of the success and it's because of them that this team is successful, the willingness to show up is so much higher. So number two, team building events and creating excitement. So when you're trying to create a positive team culture, you need to have excitement, right? So our team, Brave and Badass, is really known for focusing on our team building events. Um, We do pool parties, we do dinners, we do online events, we do team calls, we do action hours, push groups, we do one-on-one calls whenever somebody needs it. And uh, we get new coaches to run groups together so that no one ever feels like they're doing this on their own. Everyone always feels supported. And then again, with that team chat that I had mentioned, um, it's just constant communication throughout the whole team. Everybody always knows what's going on and has access to everybody. Like I said, just like a big, big, big Italian family. I'm Italian. So, <laughs> um, so we focus on doing things together as well. Um, in terms of programs and launches. So right now my entire team is doing gut protocol. Everybody is loving it. And it really excites the entire team when we're all doing it together. We're sharing our before and afters. We're sharing how, what what our clients are saying. Um, We're, we're sharing our clients before and afters, and it just makes this like cohesive feeling. Um, And it kind of brings that excitement that we're doing something all together. So number three, contests and recognition. So this encourages productive behavior, in my opinion. Um, In our team, we do lots of recognition. So let's be honest, Beachbody is the best with recognition, right? And some people, me, (laughs) me, thrive off of being recognized and celebrated. I mean, who doesn't love to be shouted out and gifted and, you know, just for doing a great job. So because this is something that I am super motivated to work hard for, I duplicated this in our team culture. So we are constantly shouting out our teammates, big and small wins, not just celebrating diamond or large ranks. We celebrate everything. The first sale, putting yourself out there, creating your first reel, And then we reward people with gifts and things that they can feel proud of receiving and wearing. So we also do a lot of internal friendly contests. This is like one of my favorite things because I'm super competitive. Um, And we usually do this around launches. So most PCs signed up or high SSC points or rank advancements. And honestly, this is tried, tested and true. There is a different energy when people are going for a goal or have an opportunity to win a contest. I also do this when our morale dips a little bit in our team. So if I'm finding, you know, our team chats a little slow or there's not a ton of excitement, maybe in like a slower period, I'll throw in a really fun contest. And that really ramps everybody up and gets everyone fired up and ready to work again. And then so number four. Um, when you are creating a positive team culture that drives productivity and retention, you want to lead by example. 
most important, in my opinion, when you are trying to create something that is positive and fun and people want to be a part of, you have to be doing the work too. In order to create a team culture that people enjoy being in and want to contribute to, they have to see you doing the work. They have to see you showing up, especially in those slow periods that I had mentioned. Actually, in my opinion, that's when you should be showing up more, doing more, and really ramping up the positivity in your team. I always remind my coaches to create a culture that they would want to be a part of. Would you want to be led by you? Would you want to be coached by you? Would you want to show up for you if you were on your own team? And when you lead your team with passion and excitement and you get into the trenches with them, they see that you are working as hard as they are for the same goals and that you are working as hard for them as you are for the team. It's important for my team to see that I'm doing the work and not just telling them to do it. And if I'm being completely honest and transparent. Um, I am working on the management of all of this. Um, I run this business full-time. I am a full-time realtor. I am a busy mom of two boys. I am a wife to a wonderful husband. And sometimes I really burn my candle at both ends, but I'm really working on showing my team that we can work hard and be productive, but we also need to set boundaries so that we continue to feel energized and continue to love doing this business, which has brought us all so much joy. What I know for sure, without a shadow of the doubt, is that my team knows that I'm always working as hard as they are to make this team successful. And that gives them the drive and excitement to also do that. So those are the four things that I focus on when I'm making sure I'm, when I'm making a positive team culture, And all of these systems can be easily duplicated. You don't have to know everything. Before I decided to coach, I didn't even know what an Emerald coach was. I didn't know how to get there. I didn't know what that even meant, but it didn't matter. Everything is a continual learning experience. And I learn something every single day in this business. I still learn this business every single day. So like I tell my coaches, just continue to move forward Even if it's messy, forward, messy action, always. You know what you've done today? You have created this beautiful, positive energy on uh, on the Facebook uh, thread right now. People are coming together and joining forces. And I'm, I'm just so excited because you really don't know anyone you meet, nurse, teacher, realtor, whatever. You don't know if they need a community behind them. You don't know if they need a friend, an accountability partner, a group of people to help them get through the day. What you've shown is that you came from a struggle of, I I need people like me, with me, to join me. And and it happened. Um, I want to do something I've never done before on the wake up call and actually um, shout out to someone on uh, the Facebook thread. Megan Anderson is actually asking a question. She has other professionals in her life, like realtors um, and like what appeals to them, like like if she has some friends that are also realtors like you, so they have a professional career, but they, they want to coach, they just don't know it, or they want to join as a 
preferred customer? Like what did, what is it that appealed to you? The fun, the, the, the fun aspect of it, you know, um, Sometimes when we're doing something, we have, you know, oh, what are people going to think? Or, you know, I'm a professional and I had my clients and my other realtors on my Instagram account. And what are they going to think about me and whatever? But you know what? The joy of this business and the fun of this business just takes over all of that. So I would really speak to them about the impact as a realtor. We get to change people's lives and we get to help people find their, find their dream homes. Right. So as a beach body coach, I'm able to help people in the same way. I'm able to help people realize their dreams with their fitness, realize their dreams with their community. So I would just speak to that part. People that are already professionals in this business can do so well because they already have that entrepreneurial spirit and they know how to run a business. But sometimes like I love real estate and I think it's so much fun, but this is a different kind of fun. This is, you know, community and we get to get together and we get to have these big parties and we have a brand and a logo and all these fun things. So I would speak to that part. I'm glad you said that because, you know, you have another role in your life where it's business, you know, a lot of business and you look at coaching as fun, whereas some new coaches come in and look at coaching as complicated and hard and not fun. So you need to kind of step out and say, wait a minute, how am I going to make it fun? How am I going to create that fun atmosphere in my teams or in my culture um, to make it a place that I want to be a part of? Absolutely. And like I said, like in the beginning, like I've always said, this is my passion project. Real estate is my career and this is my passion project. And when I always come at it like that, like I don't want to ever lose the joy in this business. And I can see how, you know, this is such a huge opportunity for so many people. And I just want to tell everyone about it. And because I'm so passionate about it, that really just comes across. And, you know, if you're passionate about something, people will want to join you. Right. Yeah. I, you know what, I've just, now I'm going to ask you about your superpower Okay. because because you, you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. So you kind of know how to run a business, but what have you had to flex uh, by, you know, in the last three and a half years for being a coach? All right. So when I was coming up with my superpower, I came up with a whole bunch of things. I wrote down, you know, three or four things. And then I ran through this call with my best friend and I asked her, I said, what's my, what's my superpower? And she said to me, you're really honest, but the way that you're honest and direct is very compassionate. So I came up with this phrase, compassionate honesty. I think that being in this role and being a team leader and my team, my team has taught me that when you're in a leadership position, it's super important to require people to show up for themselves, right? Um, and have the honesty to tell someone when you don't think that they're living up to their greatest potential, all while being compassionate for them and their feelings and their circumstances. You know, maybe things are changing in their life. I think people just really want to feel heard and understood and a gentle push towards the goals that they wanted for themselves, right? Because we have that initial call and I write those things down for them. Just a gentle push. Um, really allows them to see that I'm listening and that I equally want those things for them as much as they wanted it for themselves. And then my second superpower, if I might, is my hype. 
Um, I call it my Tigger energy. I'm just really able to get people excited about what I'm talking about or the ideas that I have. And that's probably my favorite part of my personality is that I love to be the source of energy for people. Um, I love, you know, it's kind of like a, like not a competition, but I like to be like, okay, how can I change that mood around? How can I change that energy in the room? So I think those are my, my two superpowers. If, if I had to pick.